welcome to episode 104 of Comics and Us. I'm TJ. And I'm Chris. And I'm Lopey. And this is the review show that reviews <laughs> comics chronologically, kind of. You didn't have to follow my Instagram. <laughs> that, that was my TJ impersonation. Was Same. Was Same. it good? Was it good? <laughs> Whatever. Today we're covering um, the 19, the April-May issue of Batman number 22, released in April 1944. So, before we get into the credits here, I have a bit of an omission to make here. The last couple of episodes, I've been saying every comic's been 13 pages. I haven't been counting them. I just assumed yeah, from the lied, last because... from the last couple because the last few yeah. had like twelve pages here and there. But I bring it up yeah, because they're this, so... I, I bring yeah. it up here because the format changed in this issue, and each comic has different page lengths now. I feel like they've been uh, like trying to cut back on pages. Like, oh, let's do twelve this time. But they all—I didn't notice—they all had different ones this time. Yeah, they all had different ones. Now, wow. I don't know if it's the same amount of pages that they've been putting in there, and they put in more ads into the comics, but we're all reading from trades, so we don't know, because it's not original. Yeah, and mine, possibly, I, I don't know. Good. Did they possibly cut back, because they were putting that stupid um, Alfred thing in this one? Well, the Alfred is, re- is replacing the third full-length story. No, I got three stories. Well, but oh, normally we have four. There used there to be four. four. Oh, Wow. Wow, and it's only four pages. Yeah, so they re- they cut a whole comic, essentially, for four pages. Well I, well, I mean, that's good for us. Maybe they keep doing that. We'll, we'll have shorter uh, podcasts. I think they, they're going to be doing that from now on, because it, it really? seems like they're cutting back on content. And like I said, I don't know if they're cutting back page-wise, or if they're just putting more ads in. Right, right. yeah, you don't know. Comic out. Must save the money, right? Well... It probably saves the money, and if, like TJ said, if they're able to put, like, they're keeping it the same amount of pages, basically, in the book, but if they're putting more ads in and less comic pages, then they're making more money from as ads. well. Yeah. From the ads, so. Unless they're putting, yeah, like, other, other like, short comics in there that aren't Batman-related, that's possible, too. But, I don't know, I don't have an original, so. All right. So, going into the credits here. The executive editor was Whitney Ellsworth. The cover artist was Dick Sprang. The first story was written by Alvin Schwartz, penciled by Bob Kane, inked by Jerry Robinson's letter by George Russo's. Second story was written by Bill Finger, penciled and inked by... No, well, that's different people. Penciled by Jack Burnley, inked by Jerry Robinson, letter by George Russo. The third story was written by Mark Mort Weisinger. Penciled and inked by Jerry Robinson, lettered by George Russo, and the last story was written by Bill Finger, penciled by Jack Burnley, inked by Charles Paris, and lettered by George Russo. Charles Paris? Yeah, Paris is a new inker. Yeah, that's a new... And Swartz I never heard before either. Alvin Swartz Swartz and Mort Weisinger are new to the Batman, too. Wow. So, yeah. I guess they hired Mort to do Alfred stories. Yeah, it's yeah, weird yeah, because I feel like the last one when they had some new guys too. Uh, the last Batman one, I think they did. Yeah, yeah, and and the last um, Detectives comic had new. Did it? I don't remember. Yeah, I feel like the whole comic was different. Like I didn't even see Bill Finger, even though his name was on it. Well, like they they're either got tired of Bill Finger and Bob Kane's delays. And hiring more people, or they're just expanding their things because 
Yeah, giving people a shot, trying to get more production out. So, I love work. Alright, anything else before we go into the comic? Nope. Alright, who wants to do the cover? Oh, oh, me, 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 because I got a question. (laughs) Good, because I don't have it Uh, open yet. Okay, good. Um, We get the Batman symbol at the top, it's in blue and red, and then Batman and Robin are standing on the stage, and uh, Alfred's in the middle, looks like he's getting ready to take a bow, and and Robin's like pointing to him. So, Robin's... uh, I actually thought he was dancing, but okay. <laughs> I think he's getting ready to take a bow, or he's well, saying, no, "Yay!" Yeah, like, look at me. If, if but you look at his, if you look at his hands, there's movement. Yeah, he's doing like the hooray thing. I think, like, look at me. But um, Robin's like underpants, whatever the hell he wears there. That they they changed that, right? They never had texture before, right? They always had that. Did they always have te- the Aquaman kind of texture thing going? Yeah. Really? Oh, I, I never know. noticed it. Nope. I so never you noticed just it. Said that. Well, sometimes yeah. they don't put it on there because of lazy. Sure. Sure. I'm sure as you go through this comic, it won't be in every every panel either. Yeah, but I but see it's it always on this cover. Like it's, and um, Robin's hair is almost Superman like in this one. It looks pretty good, actually. It looks like the, a newer Robin. Like he looks updated in this on this cover. He, he also looks less like skinny. He looks more like. Yeah, he's buff. Buff. Yeah, yeah he looks yeah. more buff now. Yeah, Robin's getting badass. That's what Robin's doing. Well, they had four years to figure out his design, so <laughs> his cape's cool in this in this cover too. It's like thrown over his shoulder a little bit. It's it's his cape usually just hangs in Batman's. They usually detail, but his is really detailed in this one. I like I like this pic- the picture's so like um just you know bland, but it's very detailed and good. Like you can see the wrinkles in Alfred's face and his little tiny pencil mustache. Yeah, his jacket, like, like the curves yeah, in the jacket, and everything is. And his jacket's like plaid. Like they spent some time on this one. And he's got like a padonkadonk butt going too. He's got. Like, <laughs> I thought the same thing. He's got like a, I don't I don't know if he's shaking his ass or what. But. I don't know. Robin's like pointing at his butt too on the cover, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of dressed like Sherlock Holmes too. He's even got the pipe, uh, Alfred. So are we done with the cover? I don't know. TJ's a little rushy today. You got something to do? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. You're just talking today, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is what you get when you get us, like, in the afternoon, yeah. not, like, three yeah. minutes before we go to bed. Yeah, so. TJ makes us do it at 3 a.m., and we're like, oh, this is Batman, <laughs> look at this car. <laughs> yeah, well, instead, we're in the opposite. Uh, yeah, now, now TJ's like, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Going into the first story, it's called The Dupe Domestics. This story is 12 pages long. Lumpy, non-canon splash page. You got Alfred with his sweet comb over in a nice, you know, his Sunday's best. He's got his jacket on and a, and a red vest with a, with a green bow tie. And I can't tell if he's serving on a mirror or exactly what this... It looks like he's serving up a plate, but... It, it actually looks like one of the things when Robin introduced, he ran through one of those circle paper things that they used to have. <laughs> yes, like yes. But on that, whatever circle it is, is Robin punching a guy and Batman beating up a guy. And I don't want to spoil it, but... I know, but it spoils it right away. <laughs> it's definitely Catwoman running at Batman <laughs> yeah. with a gun. Well, not only yeah. does it spoil it there, but there's also the giant scroll of text up at the top. We don't it's talk cool. about that. <laughs> yeah, but this scroll of text doesn't mention Catwoman, does it? No, no. It, it's it's a surprise when you when you find out who it is, but unless you saw this this splash page, <laughs> and there's a big like Valentine's heart underneath yeah. it, in the mirror finish. 
I guess all those lines are actually like supposed to be movement, maybe? I thought it was a reflection on like a mirror. Or That's something. what I thought, too, like the reflection. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's around his thumb and his thumb's not moving. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It looks good, but it's weird. Alright, I guess we're done with that. Moving on. Oh, well, real quick, and I don't know, maybe you guys will know, but... So at the top is a big Batman, and, you know, it's the standard symbol Batman, and it says Batman in red, and then it says, with Robin, the boy wonder, and Robin is in green. Is that always like that? Uh, no. Because no, it, it looks really good. It's Christmassy. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it looks yeah. good like that. I just was confused. I'm like, I yeah. feel like that's not normal. Like that, I said red and blue. I feel like Batman's not usually in red for some reason. I don't know. Maybe we're just noticing stuff today because we're more awake. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But it, it looks really good. I like it. I like it with the red and green. It makes me feel yeah. good like Christmas is coming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Robin and, and Batman names are always in different colors. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. So well, like, this one makes me feel good. Like, the, the Robin has been in green before, but... It's not a consistent thing, I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. The red doesn't match. Like, the red, there's no red in Batman. Barely any. Well, Robin's got the red shirt. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought maybe they were doing it for, like, the story, but um, I looked ahead and it looks like they're all that way. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Yep. We open up in Wayne Manor, where Bruce is searching for stuff, and... Yeah, everything's messed up for some Everything's reason. messed up, and... Alfred's serving on breakfast and accidentally smells coffee in his lap. And Bruce is like, what's going on with you? And he's like, ah, I'd rather not say. He's on drugs. <laughs> he kind of looks like it in the drawing. <laughs> he does look like it. <laughs> he's all gaunt. Like. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to have to give Alfred some rehab. I think send him over to rehab. Oh, Bruce and Dick talk about what's going on with Alfred because he's been messing up a bunch of things lately. But they, they don't have time to worry about it because they have uh, an appointment with Commissioner Gordon. They get in the Batmobile and they go see Commissioner Gordon. I'm trying to figure out what they talk about here because I have I read this story two weeks ago. Oh, well, they want them to figure out the crimes that have been going on. And okay. he says that the whole department is up in the air. You have to succeed in this. Why? Um, because they can't. So the, the thief has been leaving no trace at all. Yeah. So they yeah, can't. Why is the whole department up in the air? They haven't solved the crime since Batman <laughs> came on the scene anyway. <laughs> I was going to say it's been a week. And All I'm right, trying to fair. Explain it, but then, yeah, you made a good point now, so I'm going to go for it. <laughs> They'll argue in there. <laughs> maybe maybe you got in trouble from the higher-ups because they haven't done shit in like five years. So. Oh, okay. Also, can we talk about his hair? Go ahead. What color can we talk is about his him hair? in general? He looks different than yeah. he ever has. Yeah, I, I was like, I had to zoom in on my phone because I'm like, that's Commissioner Gordon? First off, yeah. his hair is the same color as his jacket. It looks like he's got a toupee on, too. It's exactly what it looks like. And I'm like, yeah. the Commissioner Gordon I always remember was gray hair. Again, I'm not a huge Batman guy, so you guys would know more, but I didn't recognize the guy because my We've Commissioner Gordon to my head is gray hair. He don't look like any Commissioner Gordon I've ever seen before. No, he just looks weird yeah. I think they just chose a weird color for it this time around is all. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Anyway, they're going to go solve this crime as they do Commissioner Gordon's. But suddenly, as they round the corner, like, all right, so <laughs> before I even get into the scene here, so uh, is Batman and Robin turning into an alley? 
So I don't know if they're driving by the alley or if they're going to turn down the alley, but I, I'm not sure because it's weird. In the first picture, that's kind of what it looks like they're turning down, but then when you go down to the bigger picture, it just looks like they're parked on a street corner. So these guys are just beating up this guy on a, out in the open. That's what I was trying to figure out. Because well, they pulled him over next to a wall, so I mean they're hiding around the corner. I guess around the corner from the police station. <laughs> yeah. They they looked around the corner and said, "There's no coppers coming. Let's beat them up right here." But they literally may be up against the police station because they could be. Yeah, it doesn't they, say I mean, later. I know they no, get, in the get in this car, drives two feet, and sees these guys <laughs> somebody up. That's what it looks like. Yeah, well, these guys are robbing this guy, but they're not after his money or anything. They 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 steal a picture, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, so yep. they take a picture, uh, Alvis out of his pocket, and then Batman and Robin get out and they punch a guy. They punch a bunch of guys. The, the guy trips one of the that was being beat up. Trips the guy with an umbrella, and then the thugs run away. And you notice he, butlers are real good at tripping people when they try to run away. It happens all the time. When Alfred does the same thing. So, butlers seem to be just infest Gotham. You yeah, yeah. That? Gotham, I think it's where where Dick lives, Bruce and Dick live, because, like, it's rich people, and they all have butlers. Okay, yeah. but you would think if it's a rich area, it wouldn't be as infested with crime. Well, we gotta, well people want to rob the rich people. Yeah, the, the, people the only people to rob the is the rich. Yeah, you can't rob the they're poor. They're coming from... They're coming from the hood and coming up to the rich place to rob the people. And that's oh, why, okay, is that what it is? That's why you got all these tough butlers too. You get a butler, you got to get a you get, when you uh, apply to be a butler, you got to take taekwondo and shit first before you can oh, be a okay. butler. So, yeah. I, I got you. Anyway, so this butler is Rob, and he's like kind of surprised the why that they, they stole this picture from him. And apparently, is this where they explain it? Uh, he met a girl at. All right, first of all. There's a servants' ball, so I guess there's their butlers are getting together every month and having their own. Balls. No, no, but I think this was just the only one servants' ball because the new weird guy moved in and had a servants' ball for these people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's where that's where it got weird. Like, right? You know, well, that's where you start to think something's going on here. And then they okay. say uh, there was this woman, and he he's trying to get with this woman, and it said her, she's got a boyfriend and got jealous or something. Yeah, that's what I, I think might have happened. Apparently, apparently, all the butlers in the area. Are Obsessed with this new, this new maid, right. I should say. So she's technically yeah, yeah. it. She's a servant to Belinda. Belinda, her name is right. And Batman's like everyone's. She probably has a real boyfriend. Her real boyfriend probably got jealous or something and sent these and guys after you to get this picture. When Batman leaves, the butler says, "Here, here. What did they? What did he say? Ah, if only I could be like more like Batman, so I could sweep Belinda off her feet." Right. <laughs> That's weird. And. As Batman get also getting in the car, he's wondering if Alfred snapped out of his little thing. For the world's greatest detective, and after having all this information, he still doesn't know what's going on. He knows a but, lot of stuff about strangers, but he knows nothing about what's going on in his house. Pretty much. <laughs> he can't figure out when Robin's doing something wrong. He can't figure out when Alfred's doing something wrong. But he knows where the Penguin is right now for no reason whatsoever. Well, but, the, but I mean, basically, Alfred runs the house. So he's the right. one who knows everything at the house. Yeah, but Batman don't know that why, uh, like, he can't figure out why Alfred's messing things up. Like, Well, he didn't stumble upon him on a street corner yet. True, true. Do some detective work, greatest detective in the world. Come on. <laughs> anyway, Batman and Robin leave. And then we go to cut to Alfred, essentially going on a date. Yeah, he's, he's all dressed up in, t- in a top hat and tails and stuff. He looks, he looks good. He's got his bow tie on. He goes to a park and he meets the aforementioned Belinda. 
And there's just a lot of talking here. Oh, it's just so much funny. talking. Wait. <laughs> like you're gonna bring it up because the entire comic is just like you're. You got to look through the the word bubbles to see the pictures. It was driving me insane. I'm gonna tell you guys a little secret. I didn't read all of this. All the bu- word bubbles here. No, a lot. I I read like the yellow ones, and then the ones that I didn't have. Like if I couldn't figure, it, I just read a little bit more. It just was too much, and and a lot of it it's was totally unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, it's they were essentially just flirting a bit here, and then Alfred boasts that he knows Batman, and she's like, "You don't." Shut! Why would he say that? It's going to be easy to figure out that Bruce Wayne is Batman if you're Bruce Wayne's butler and you're telling people you know Batman. Shut up, Alfred! Shut up! He says he knows Batman. He doesn't say he doesn't know his secret identity. But he needs to. He needs to impress her. It's all he had. And she's like, "No, you don't. You don't know Batman." He's like, "Yeah, oh yes, I do." And he, uh, he'll come meet you later. That's fired. Weird. Huh? Well, isn't it, isn't it, aside from, you know, being fired and stuff, but isn't it weird that she's just going to wait there without him ever coming back <laughs> and Batman's just going to show up? <laughs> I can't come back, but uh, I'm going to send Batman and he might look a little skinny, but, um, and have a blue nose for some reason, but, uh, okay, just wait here in the park. But don't go in the grass because they keep showing to keep off the grass. Yeah, keep off the grass. Park. Yeah. So Alfred goes back to Wayne Manor and steals Bruce's. And spare Batman costume that he keeps in a drawer. Yeah, he needs to, like, move this shit to the Batcave, because that's not a good place <laughs> to keep the Batman costume. Or at least the trophy room. Put a lock on the drawer or something. Like, anybody can walk in. Like, a burglar can come in and just pull a drawer open and say, oh, he's Batman. That's a good idea. That's true. But at the same time, I guess you could just, oh, why has he got this Batman costume here? Yeah, what a freak. <laughs> 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 anyway, Alfred dresses up as Batman. And he goes and he meets Belinda, and she says she can't hardly believe that it's Batman. And then a slug comes out of nowhere and hits him on the back of the head. But first, she says he certainly lost weight. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't know it's not Batman. You look at him. Look well, at him. He looks like an old man. Well, she knows it's not Batman. No, not at first. She said it, it's really he. Luckily, I wore this veil, so he won't know who she is, but he certainly lost weight. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, he knows what she looks like. Batman. Oh, so Batman does. What Batman she, knows what she looks like, so it's... Yeah, okay, but she does say that about her veil. I forgot she got about a veil. Her. Yeah. Well, anyway, this thug comes out and hits Batman in the back of the head and knocks him out. Is that uh, a Batman knock knockout? Knockout number 64 or whatever the hell. No, I don't think so. That's, uh, an, that's an Alfred knockout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alfred yeah. knockout number one. Uh, I keep uh, not keep track of I was going to say, and I don't think it's number one either. No, I don't either. I think he's been knocked out with Batman before. <laughs> <laughs> And I forgot in this next panel. I forgot Catwoman wears uh, the cat cat mask. Yeah, the hat. Yeah, 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 the mask. It reminds me of the new masks that they have at Walmart. You ever see them? They're like giant cat heads. Nope. I have one. Well, I do. You, I I always see them at Halloween time in Walmart, and I want to put it on my head. And my wife yells at me and tells me I'm going to get cooties. Eloise <laughs> wears it and meows at the cats. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> anyway. So these thugs kidnap Bat Alfred, and it's revealed that Belinda is Catwoman. Yeah, they didn't really do a big reveal. They just showed her as Catwoman in the next. They showed a back of her cat mask. Yeah, back away matter. I guess it's been a whole day because, or or yeah, because they're getting Bruce and Dick are getting dressed in the same room because yeah, because they like to do. Well, they got that shit to talk about, so they must. must They sleep in the same room. We know we established this. Yeah, and sometimes uh, Bruce just stands there and stares at him while he's sleeping and shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> more than once that has happened. So yes, sometimes or, or, it does. Or Dick will be sleeping in the bed, and and Bruce will be standing there with no shirt on and his underpants. It's like, what are you doing, Bruce? You freaking like weirdo. watching him while he puts his buttons up on his shirt. <laughs> anyway, Alfred is funny, and so they're gonna go in his room and invade his private space. To see. Yeah, I don't even do that to my 16-year-old daughter. They're gonna go through his drawers and shit. That's weird. Now, you just said that why was Batman not investigating, and now you're gonna yeah, that don't mean bash him to... for investigating. That don't mean you get to invade his privacy, like TJ said. What the hell? Lumpy, Batman has figured out the Joker scheme by putting together a marble and a pencil or whatever. He can figure <laughs> out Batman. Alfred's doing something by his actions. Listen. Without, yeah, without invading the guy's privacy. They got to investigate, okay? And you know what they do? They start breaking his balls. They find uh, a poem and are like, look at Alfred writing all this corny shit. Look at him. How <laughs> Anyway, he's like, yeah, they find out a note about Belinda and Alfred's room, and all that's enough for some reason to trigger that Batman or Bruce figures out that Belinda is Catwoman. Yeah, what, what? the hell? <laughs> I'm reading it, I'm like, wait, where did he figure it? How the hell? <laughs> Didn't make any sense. There's a couple times in this in this issue where things just happen for no reason. Now, you just, again, just said that he figured out with a pen and a marble. <laughs> yeah, but he figured this out with nothing. There's no ball print on that damn well, poem. That's that's my whole point. There's no litter box. There's no litter box in that room. Five minutes ago, he couldn't figure out that Alfred is <laughs> acting strange, yeah. and now all of a sudden he can figure out Catwoman's behind some everything. The, some of the stuff in that poem reminds me of someone. I wonder who. It, oh, he does. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, I'm talking. Of, I'm not. I'm not saying the right thing here. Well, I'm reading this poem. I was going to say you poem. guys didn't read yeah. the poem. Here's the poem. I didn't even read the poem. Fair Belinda's feline grace puts others' beauty to disgrace. Her cat-like tread. And her purring voice makes her the damsel of my choice. I'm an idiot. There is See? a paw print on that. There might as well have been a paw print. Right, on that it should have just been her head on it. Wow. Oh, TJ, you suck. Why didn't you notice that? Because I read the story when I was supposed to, and you guys I, didn't. I read it a half hour ago. And I, yeah, I, I know. I read it like two or three weeks ago, so excuse me. This one I read I, two days ago. I I text you guys and say, are we doing it tonight? Because I refuse to read it unless it's the day of. Because if I'd read it two weeks ago, then I must not even bother reading them anymore. I'll just come on blind because I have no idea what it is after two weeks. No idea. Anyway. Anyway, it we'll says right it. on it, Belinda is Catwoman. Yeah, we figured that out. That's what it says. <laughs> we're, not, we're not the world's greatest detective. I mean, TJ, anyway, you know it, but. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, we figured out that it was Catwoman right from the first cover, so... I yeah, know, we yeah, well, why didn't about... Batman just look at the cover before he got... Yeah, what the fuck? Anyway, they do a lot of talking in the next three panels, like, figuring out what's going on, and they decide mm -hmm. to go to the Craven homestead where they're... Ball, the server's ball, or whatever it was called. Where is. Belinda is the maid. Yes. Yeah. And so they go there, and they're invited in, because they're searching for Alfred. And hey, look, there's a couple of goons with guns inside. Ah, oh. Ah, oh, this must be a setup. Up with the Dukes, mama's boys. Yep. yep. Now we know where, where Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson are, so we can go rob their house. Listen, you just kidnapped them. Why don't you just go into their house and kidnap them, if that's the case? It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. And what, are they just going to rob the house and leave afterwards? And uh, Okay, Bruce and Dick go home. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> or, or they're going to murder them, which they could have went into the house and murdered them if they were going to do that. Well, whatever. A Catwoman comes out and makes a giant speech and about stuff and her plans. And so they throw Bruce and Dick into a refrigerator where, hey, look, bad Alfred's there. <laughs> and he's sh- shivering and sneezing. Real quick. Why? Why did Bruce and Dick go look for Alfred? Because he's in love with Catwoman, and they because they figured out it was trouble. Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. But they knew it was Catwoman. Yeah. Okay. But they knew they, and they knew Alfred went and met with her. So they had right, to go but find they, her. but and they were going to this place because that was the last place that they knew he went. But why did Bruce and Dick go? Oh, because, oh, yeah. Because because Alf, uh, Alfred stole his batu. No. Oh, it says, took, it says it right here. Alfred no, took it the says, spear. No. I know. Here we go. I know. I was just making it. No, yeah, but it actually says it. Here we go again. We're, uh, maybe we should read these comics. It says, if ba- if Catwoman is posing as a maid there, why are we not going as Batman and Robin? And Bruce says, "We're st- no, we're still not sure this time. We're going to pay a neighborly visit to Mr. Craven so we can do some quiet snooping around. Uh, you know what? I did read that. I, now that yeah. you say it. Okay. Come yeah. on, Lop. Why don't you read Damn it? Damn it. I'm not a detective, I'm, okay? <laughs> I'm reading it more now than I did when I read it. So. I forgot that better. they do say that because I'm like, yeah. wait, why did they go? But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now we've all made the mistake, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you did We're it even. Good. I'm glad. We're yeah. even. We, we realize everybody on this podcast sucks. So <laughs> Our listener detectives knew that already, so. <laughs> anyway. I don't know, they're trapped in the freezer, and there's a lot more talking, and they get, and then they come up with a stupid plan to get out of it, as they always do. Yeah, but it's a weird plan, man. Like, it's hey, Alfred, weird. why don't you <laughs> stand on your head? <laughs> Let me stand on your ass. Hurry up. You push, push Robin up. Lay on your belly and push your butt up in the air, which is what he yeah, pretty yeah. much tells him to do. With your hands tied behind your back, so you got to, like, push up on your face. To get this kid up in the, and put him towards a sharp object, balancing on my legs so he can cut his ropes off his wrist. So they're like in a meat locker. So there's like yeah. meat hanging up in, in the, on like sharp spikes that they, that they can't reach because I guess they can't just stand up or whatever. Right. But yeah, so Alfred lays on his stomach, Bruce sits on his butt, and Dick stands on Bruce's legs, and then... Alfred must have some incredible core strength to be able to do this. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why he's got that big butt on the front cover because he's he work, he's got core strength of his butt. He's got buns of steel. That's what he's got. That's how he does it. So, he, just so yeah. our listeners know, this whole page, what we're re- what we're talking about right now, is exactly what we're saying. It is a step by step of how they get yeah, yeah, Alfred yeah. to push his butt up in the air. Literally, Bruce, Bruce sits. sits and- on- <laughs> Alfred's butt. But there's a whole dialogue here explaining exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever's writing this loves words. They love words. (laughs) They do. There is 18 word bubbles on this one. (laughs) Yeah. You have to look through the word bubbles to find the the, the art. It's crazy. The writer of this one was Alan Schwartz, by the way. He's the new writer. Schwartz? Oh, okay. Well, he writes a lot. Alan Schwartz is trying hard. I'll tell you that. And it must be, like, mandatory for new writers to come in and come up with a ridiculous way for them to get out of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I want to point out, Alfred is wearing a utility belt. <laughs> <laughs> we, so, we, I, 
forget about the utility belt. That's how much he doesn't use the shit in the utility belt. I forget about it. And we established, like, a couple episodes that they got to look in the utility belt not too yeah, long stuff ago. In there. there is stuff in there. So, <laughs> so if they were able to stand up and Bruce backed up to the belt. Yes. But instead, <laughs> Alfred needs to stand on his head. <laughs> His forehead. Yeah, his forehead. He's crying the whole time, too. He's like, this hurts. Oh, my God. (laughs) My poor head. Oh, no. My poor Uh, digestion? What the hell does that mean? He says his poor digestion will be ruined forever. Is he talking about pooping? Because Bruce is sitting on his butt? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but we're spending as much time on this page as the writer was. I, I wanted to do that on purpose because it's like that's how much words are here for one simple like thing. Reading that, it, I was stuck on it for a half hour, so at least I got to spend a little bit of time. They on built it. a human pyramid basically to put Dick onto the hooks. Yeah, without hurting himself. Well, you say that, but in another next page, he breaks down and they all crash to the ground, yeah. <laughs> and there's like a a pain uh, splatter right under uh, Alfred's head. Do you say it? it's like that yellow Alf thing? He says, that's over. Yeah, now that's over. I guess they all rammed the refrigerator door and managed to break it open. Which is ridiculous, because those doors are huge on those refrigerators. They're insulated and everything. And then I guess they had their costumes with them, (laughs) Batman and Robin, because now they're Batman and Robin. This is what I talked about earlier. There's so many times where it's one panel something, and the next panel, what they do, run home and get changed? I don't know what they did. No, it says outer outer clothing removed. removed. Oh, they had it underneath their outfits. So, which means they had three utility belts. <laughs> well, Robin doesn't have one, does his? Robin have a utility belt? Yes, I mean, I mean, he has a belt on. I don't know if he has a utility belt, but because they've never mentioned Rob. Oh yeah, they have. He's got his radio in there. Yeah, yeah, they like to talk to their crotch when they talk. To yeah. So yes, yeah. we have three utility belts. Yep. Ridiculous. All right, so they're running back the way he matter, but Alfred can't keep up. He's out of breath and stuff like that. And they get there as Catwoman and her thugs are Robin Wayne Matter, and they're just in the process of stealing a giant pot for some reason. I don't know why even Bruce has that giant pot, but whatever. Yeah, they don't oh, explain yeah, well, any like of the stuff. Vase or something. And then they're stealing a picture of some kind of some soldier. I don't know. It looks like a Nazi soldier or something. The picture. It's like, what is what? I've never seen a hat like that before. I think it's actually French Legion. Like, is that what it is? I, like, it's I green, it. so it's not Nazi, but it looks weird. It looks like some kind of weirdo, like not right. here. Yeah. Anyway, Batman hits the thug over the head with the thing, and then Catwoman sees Batman's here, so she decides to run away. But <laughs> as she's running away, she runs into Batman. Or I'm sorry, Bat Alfred. Uh, Alfred, bat, bat perverted Alfred, by the way. We'll bat, get to, we'll get yeah. to that. <laughs> I was going to say, up until this point, I actually really enjoyed this comic. As as strange as it was, it was really I did. good. I liked it. I still like it. I like. It I still it. like it's it. It's ridiculous. But, but I, this is I, where I, it gets. I got some, opinion. I got some opinions <laughs> on this, too, but go ahead. So, yeah, Catwoman <laughs> runs into Alfred, and he says, what an ex- excellent opportunity to pay off a little debt for my good friend Alfred. A little spanking will do the trick, and believe me, it will hurt you more than it will hurt me. So, <laughs> um, and then we cut, and we cut away. <laughs> yeah. We, yes. we don't, they, they said let Alfred pay his private debt to the Catwoman. His private debt. I think Alfred... Yeah. Had sex with uh, with Catwoman out there after he, he did his spanking. Her, yeah, yeah, I think he sexually assaulted her. 
This is bad. This is bad. Alfred needs to get fired. He stole a bad suit. He said he's doing drugs yeah. in the beginning. What the hell? Alfred? This is where it goes off the rails for Alfred. This is the yeah. comic. Uh, we cut away from that private scene over to Batman and Robin handing the thugs over to the um, cops, and then cut over to Bruce and Bruce and Dick, where Dick's putting his Robin outfit into his drawer. Yeah, we just put it in a drawer now. Like, cause, cause the bat cave is so far away, and I'm tired, and I don't feel like walking all the way over to the bat cave. Remember when he used to keep it in a locked chest? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember when he used to keep it in a locked chest. Now they just shove it in a drawer. Apparently, well, this Swartz guy doesn't care where they put their their bat clothes. Robin asked, "What about Catwoman?" And Bruce is like, "Well, Alfred hasn't showed up yet." And say, and they see him and Catwoman outside the Wait. window. Wait, then Frankenstein and Igor look out the window, because that does not look like Batman and Robin looking out the window saying, there's Catwoman. That's because because it's Bruce and Dick, not Batman. It looks weird. It looks like Frankenstein and like like Quasimodo or something looking out the window. Yeah, like Bruce lost muscle when he, in this photo. Not in the one before when he's putting his suit jacket on, he looks normal. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, Bad Alfred brings Catwoman into the house and... They, Dick and Bruce are pretending that he's still Batman. And Bat Alfred asks a phone, and they offer Catwoman a chair, but she says uh, she'd rather stand and implications. She can't sit down. What the? Alfred? I can't believe this guy. <laughs> and then, I guess they send her to jail as later. Alfred's back to normal, serving them dinner, and everything's a-okay, except for all the bad things that just happened. They should have sent Alfred to jail, is what they should have sent. <laughs> they should have sent Alfred to jail. I think he sexually assaulted Catwoman. And and how come every other comic we've ever read with Catwoman, Batman was in love with her, and this time he doesn't seem to give a crap about her? Yeah, yeah it's it's weird, because... Because he never encountered her as Batman. As, oh. Right, because Bruce only, isn't interested Bruce. in Catwoman. Batman. Yeah, Batman, he never talked to her as Batman at once. I I forgot. You're right. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Damn it, TJ, you're right. I don't like (laughs) that. I like to argue with TJ, but this one, he's right. Batman did not encounter Catwoman. Don't worry, TJ will be wrong again before this is over. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, technically, though, Catwoman does think Alfred is Batman, so maybe she thinks he's the one that did this to her. Oh, and she liked it. Maybe. Wait, yeah, she thinks true. she thinks Alfred's Batman? Yeah. Yeah. Since when? In the Batsuit. In the Batsuit. No. He's he he's Batman right now. Yeah, Alfred. Alfred when he spanked Batman. Her. Yes. He yeah, Al- she Batman. never she never puts Alfred and Batman together. No, yeah, no, no. See she thinks the Batman spanked her. He right. She thinks he just thinks he got very skinny, yeah. Huh. Yeah, so she was into it. She was okay with it. It was consensual, that's why he's not going to jail. Ah, yeah, but he no, it's rape by deception, because she thought she was having sex with Batman. It's true. We're not going to get into the legal stuff. <laughs> it's the same thing at the end of Re- Revenge and the Nerds, when the guy has sex with the girl with the uh, Darth Vader mask on. We are putting some <laughs> we, we are putting some dark intonations onto this, it's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's not at all, but still. <laughs> he literally just spanked her. I don't know what that is. With no sexual assault. Yeah, 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 but, yeah TJ, well, don't, don't sugarcoat it. He still touched in her. In our her day now, that's not okay regardless. No, did he have her consent? Yeah, still sexual assault, but no, of course not. But that's my whole point, yeah. though. But the way you guys are saying like it, it's like, on. really? Yeah, yeah. No, it was... It, <laughs> so, it, I mean, unless it, unless it did happen, we don't know. We don't know. I wasn't there. I know. <laughs> Alfred doesn't kiss and tell. You won't know. 
Okay, so whatever. That's that's stories over. So I would do so, the, okay. the who's in this and stuff, but my my whole web page just went down and I can't get it back up for some reason. So TJ, you want to tell us who was in this? Feature characters: Batman. Supporting characters: Robin and Albert. Antagonists: Catwoman and Craven. Single appearance. Other characters: Gotham City Police Department. James Gordon as a cameo. Locations: Gotham City, GCPD headquarters, Gotham Park, Wayne Manor. Items: Batsuit. Vehicles, Batmobile. Okay, thank you, because I still can't get it back up. I can't even get back to the comic, so I don't know what's going on here. Uh, so you guys liked that I one? did like that one. I, I, I did. I, again, a little wordy, but I actually enjoyed this story. Like, it was just, it was, I mean, in reality to me, like, there was a little bit more of a realistic telling, you know, like, nothing too, too wild happened where it wouldn't be any, you know, right. it, nothing was impossible, right. except for Alfred standing on his head. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It was a Catwoman story, so it was a a major villain. So those ones are always fun. So yeah, I I liked liked it. it. I I probably shouldn't even say it yet, but I liked it the best out of all of them. That one was my favorite out of the whole whole comic. Well, yeah, like I said, that's usually the how it goes with the major villain. Although we do technically get another major villain in this, yeah, we do. But he's not like a list, so. Anyway, moving on to the sex. Got him. Alfred, moving on to Alfred's sex again. <laughs> moving on to the next story. Dick Grayson, telephone bo- telegraph boy. Uh, but Chris, I think you're um, up on Cannon's Hey, page. Lumpy, can you do that one? Because I still can't get my computer to do anything. <laughs> so, so there's a guy looking through a telescope. He looks like a, you know, standard thug. He's looking through the telescope and shooting a gun at the same time. And in the end of the lens of the telescope is Dick doing his signature move with his legs around the guy's the back of the guy's his neck. His crotch move. Yes. And then you have Batman knocking out another uh, guy. I don't know. Crook, sure. Yeah. Um, that's it. Okay, that's, that's where I'm at, too. Yeah, why, Strong, why is really guy, good. Okay. I like it. Is the guy shooting the gun because he was he's looking through the telescope at Batman? Like, is he shooting at Batman? Yeah, he thought Batman was right in front of him because he was looking through the lens. <laughs> okay, that's how. Yeah, he put a bolt yeah, in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> All right, are we done with that? Yeah, you got the standard Batman with the Robin underneath of it. It's covered by part of the lens, but it is red and green like the last one. Well, are we keeping you awake? We open up oh, okay. a little bit. Yes. Sorry. Uh, we open up with Batman fighting some crooks, and the narrator points out that, hey, Robin's not there. What's going on with this? Hmm, weird. And then the crooks hit Batman in the back of the head. They don't mention he was knocked out, but was he knocked out? Let's see. Because the crooks get away. Uh, yeah, later, the later the now-conscious Batman, so yes. Oh, yes. it does say the now-conscious. Yes. That's right, an official so, yeah, that's knockout. So that's Batman knockout number 69. And also perfect, here I got to mention that we perfect have... Perfect number for this comic. Oh, for a list. Yeah, yes, list, uh, it is. List story, definitely. We have the real Commissioner yeah, Gordon. Yeah, this is, that's Commissioner Gordon. You're right. Uh, we don't, who, that brown hair guy, Batman stinks as a detective. He walked <laughs> in and talked to some stranger and thought it was Commissioner Gordon. Yes, <laughs> it was that's, not him. Uh, this is the Commissioner Gordon yes. I know. Like when I, yeah. if I picture him in my mind, that's him yeah. right here. That last yeah. one was uh, not Commissioner maybe Gordon. Maybe Commissioner Gordon felt like wearing a wig that day in a brown suit. I mean, listen, you could say that because it definitely or, looked like a wig. <laughs> Or he dyed his hair. But it was great before, like, he dyed it for one day. 
He died it yesterday and then died it back today. He died it to match his suit jacket yeah. in the last one. Oh, maybe he's going to yeah. start dyeing his hair to match his suit jacket every time. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see him with plaid hair the one time, like uh, the guy from Spider Man. Uh, yeah, just like the checks on his jacket. <laughs> anyway. After Bruce or Batman wakes up, he goes to Commissioner Gordon, and Gordon's like, "We have this new ghost gang that's going around robbing people. We can't figure anything out. Help us, Batman, because we're incompetent. Yeah, because um, we're still in trouble. From Just like the last one. And well, Batman's like, I'm pretty incompetent without Robin. <laughs> so anyway, he goes home and he's like, Alfred, where, what's going on with Dick? Why is he keeping secrets from me? He never keeps secrets from me. And Alfred's like, uh, that Bruce shouldn't matter. Shouldn't worry. He has his own." Purpose and Again, probably honest. Batman doesn't like, know what's going yeah. on in his own house. Another, another friggin' story. Yeah, well, you don't want to. Invade oh no, but you can go through friggin' Alfred's room anytime you want. Yeah, but they share a bedroom. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't Bruce watch him get dressed this morning? <laughs> Bruce is just worried because if he doesn't know where Robin is, he can't plan to get him. Yeah, later. okay, that's true. True. Okay. Somebody else might kill him. Anyway, we find out what Dick's been up to. He is—he's got a job as a telegraph boy, mm, I guess. Yeah. But the telegraph boy's job description is a little weird because he doesn't just deliver telegraphs. Because he de- he does deliver telegraphs, but he also um, golf caddies. Yeah, he's a golf caddy. He mows lawns. Oh, he's doing all kinds of crap. So I actually really like this page because he's in his in his uniform, like which actually kind of looks militaryish yeah, as a telegraph. Yeah, boy. I don't understand that actually, but. but he yeah. he's doing all these jobs in that outfit. Like I just I thought it was kind of a neat drawing. Like I enjoyed the page. Maybe it was really because, cool looking. He's running around maybe, doing all because, these maybe crazy because things. Because he weren't around at the time, but well, I don't know what a telegraph boy is. And do they wear like uniforms? Well, telegraph boys deliver right. the telegraphs. Yeah, they basically yeah, mailmen. I mean, but the guy, the the head of the telegraph company says. You see, once upon a time, drugstores sold only drugs, but now they sell everything, and it's the same with okay. us now. So that's why he's doing all this other weird. crap. But it's still weird that you know he sends Telegraph Boy to a golf course yeah. to be a caddy and to mow some. Oh, he's just hiring him out to do whatever he wants. Like, can he just go tell him to do anything? He's not going to. Eventually, I'm going to say uh, no. I'm not doing. I'm not I'm not going and cleaning out somebody's toilet. I'm not going to freaking take people's trash out. Like, well, most people might do that. But this is Dick yeah, Grayson. Yeah. And well, we find out he needs yeah, money, he too, does. eventually. Yeah, he does whatever he's told. <laughs> anyway, so he's, he does all this stuff, and then at, uh, at noon, he goes up to the observatory? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the observatory. To deliver a telegram to Professor Hendricks, but some guy, some thug-like guy says, Professor Hendricks is busy, and, uh, and to go away. I'm his so, assistant. I'll take it. Yeah, Get out of here. And Dick finds this suspicious, so he's going to go and review the files of the, the rogues' gallery, because that guy... He looks familiar. Mm. Yeah, it looks familiar to him. An hour later, someone has broken into the um, file room, and Bruce is like, oh no, someone's discovered Batman's identity, I gotta take care of this. And he goes in, and he tackles the guy and punches him in the face. Yeah, stupid guy. What was he doing in there? Oh, oh look, it was Dick. In a military uniform. did not he really think someone broke and, in? And did he not... And he didn't See, know it was a, the size of a child. Did he not notice his face before well, it was he punched dark, him? I, think. Well, I don't know why it was. Oh yeah, it was dark. <laughs> even for some reason, Dick's in there with a flashlight. He didn't even flip the light switch on. No, Bruce brought the. Oh, oh, you're right. Okay, it's Bruce is holding the flashlight yeah, after yeah, yeah. he punches him. Anyway, when they turn on the lights, Bruce is like, "What are you dressed like?" And he's like, "I have a telegraph boy job." And he's like, "What do you need a job for? I give <laughs> I you know. all the money I'm you need. Rich. I got tons of money." 
Just ask for more money. I'll give it to you. And he's and Dick's like, I can't explain right now. There's something really important happening at the observatory. And this guy, Mike Optic, is at the observatory for some reason. And Bruce is like, hmm, okay, let's go investigate. And so they get in the Batmobile and head up to the but observatory. But Dick's like, I'm working. I can't go just be robbing right now. <laughs> he even mentions it. He says some, at some point he tells him he's on his lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, right here. Well, gee, I'm on my lunch hour. I've got to get back sooner or I'll lose my job. I don't I don't remember that. But yes, I see it now. I'm like Anyway, inside the observatory, hey, the, the thugs have this professor locked like hostage and the and then Batman and Robin show up and, and they start attacking the guys by like sliding down the uh, telescope and stuff, kicking the guy in the head. Batman and Robin's crotch move on the guy's butt. <laughs> yeah, he does. He rides him like a pony. <laughs> rides him like a pony. <laughs> it definitely looks like he's, I mean, he's swinging from a rope, but it looks like he's riding the guy. Robin kicks the guy, and then the narrator tells us in a surprise move, Optic resorts to a cowardly act as he holds the the doctor hostage that he's been holding hostage forever I love now. I love Already, he quit hopping around, you monkeys. <laughs> And Batman and Robert are like, okay, we surrender. And so they tied them up, and then they revealed their stupid plan. Yeah, it's stupid. So apparently this telescope is super powerful, and they have some guy that can read lips, so this guy's been reading lips, and that's how the the ghost gang's been getting around, like, opening vaults. Vaults? (laughs) Vaults. And safes and, you know, all kinds of stuff, this ghost gang. So what are they reading lips? Are they reading, like, the passwords or, like, the the, the combinations to the locks? I don't know what they're reading lips of. I guess, like, this guy's talking. Oh, like, this guy has this, they're they're looking at now. Is telling them when this delivery is going to happen so, so they can get it How long do you have to watch a guy till he says something you want to know? Like, months? <laughs> well, I, I guess because I don't know how long they're going to be staying staying here. This is, reminds me of, do you remember that pharmacy one where the guys just broke into the pharmacy and decided to live there? And <laughs> they took over the and kept and them. Yeah, yeah, they kept yeah. them. We're just going to be here from now on. This is it for us. We have no end to this plan. This yeah. is one of those... <laughs> we have no end of. to this plan. We're breaking in. We're going to live here and steal stuff forever. <laughs> yeah. So that's their plan. And right now they have. A, they decided that they um, they're going to kill Batman, Robin, and the Doctor. I guess, yeah, but not while they're there. But before they do, but not yeah. right. Of course not. But before, before they do, they they have to kick a piece of loose electrical control equipment. Over to Batman because it's... Oh, he's Batman. angry. Just to get it within what legs reach well, I see what he did. He's like, yeah. why is... But it's got to be within reach. He's like, why is all this shit laying around all the time? And he kicked it. That's what he did. So many Batman. loose parts yeah, laying this around. This is bullcrap. Get this out of here. So their devious supervillain plan is to point the telescope at the sun. And the ground. And then... Yes. <laughs> no. At the sun. They, yeah, they point it at the sun so that it, it magnifies it like a... Fiery and laser. Instead of pointing beam. it straight through as soon, the telescope. Instead of pointing it straight at Batman now, they're gonna wait until it makes its way there itself. So <laughs> it's the perfect <laughs> Yeah, plane. they always are. They always are the perfect. Is the is the telescope moving? I, by no, itself? I think it's the sun. When the sun moves, that su- the the magnify. Yeah, but if the telescope but if the telescope doesn't move, it's just gonna move out of the range of the lens. Well, I think they set it so that the lens follows the sun. 
So the telescope so. is moving. Huh. I think the so. The telescope is now a monster magnifying glass to focus on the sun's rays into one blazing point of concentrated heat light. Once it reaches us, we'll be burned with a crisp. It doesn't say that it's moving at all. It does not explain how it moves the light. I'll set the driving clock and the electrical control. That'll start the telescope moving when the moving. That's what it says. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said before he kicked the thing. That's right. Yeah. And then the narrator tells us, and when the whirl of the motor starts, the telescope moves on its base, and then automatically. We're great. We're 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 great detectives this season. Once you said it, I remember reading it now. When the guy kicks the thing, he's setting the driver clock. That's so it does follow us. Like champs here, we're the best. We didn't read this at all, guys. We're just we're reading it now with everybody. We're reading it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so the telescope's about to get him, but hey, that thing that was kicked. Hey, Batman uses it to reflect the sun's wow. beams at the machinery. He, he does this stuff. That's it's amazing. That shorts out the shorts out I something out, but the telescope still reflected the sun. Yeah, but I don't think it's moving so, anymore. I think it's it stops it and it reflects on the. That's his well, Batman yeah. holds the thing there long enough to protect them so that it it the sun moves. So it's like a couple oh, hours worth. Of, oh, okay, right, yeah. nobody moves until <laughs> this the sun stops hitting this, this light, and then we'll decide if we can get out of here or not. In, in about three hours, the sun will be away from the lens. So then Don't we worry, can get that thing here. that they ride down off the mountain goes so slow, it's not going to matter if it's three hours from now that we find, you know. <laughs> uh, and then somehow they get out of their ropes. Uh, they don't show us how to get out of the ropes this time. Maybe they actually used the knife and they used No, they did some crazy. That Batman used yeah. his feet to deflect <laughs> yeah. the laser. And they flipped, to yeah. burn they flipped the, ropes. The, the professor up into the air and he came down on Robin's ropes. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Batman's muscles of steel? Nah, well, I was getting old. It's been like how many years now that we've been doing this? It's been quite a few years. Or, or maybe he's still young. He doesn't have those yet. Oh, we don't know what the timeline is. No. Is that what you're saying? He had him before. He had yeah. him before. Are we jumping around on the timeline here? No, he's been he's had muscle of steels like back in nineteen right nine yeah. And what year is this? Thirty seven. Nineteen forty three. Well, you know how water wakes him up. Oh, maybe he doesn't have any water close by. <laughs> <laughs> Bindings on his hands stop it his. Depends on what it's made out of. Muscles of steel. No, he only has one weakest and it's that soft, soft spot in the back of his head. I wonder if you pour water on that soft spot in the back of the head, is he invincible? <laughs> uh, anyway, they they leave. They um, the crooks are leaving. They didn't get very far. The crooks by the time they got out, so that's almost yeah. moving very yeah, fast. Or, or the, that thing moves super slow. I don't know. One or the other. But uh, they're like, okay, Batman's like, we got to get to the bank. And so no, they, they don't know the what bank. bank they go to first, right? Oh, yeah, the, we don't know which bank. So they use the telescope, and <laughs> Batman repairs the telescope and tilts the telescope down at the cable car just in time for them guys to be saying what bank they're going to, and he can read their lips. Yes, because Batman and Robin, uh, they stated that they can yeah. read lips, too. So he fixes the telescope, points it down at them, and waits for them to tell you what bank they're going to, and then he reads their lips, and then they, but they're not going to have time to get to the bank, so they send Commissioner Gordon to the bank. <laughs> oh, okay, that's when Batman... So crazy, like, that was such a convoluted bullcrap and waste of time. That happens in two panels, so I yeah, was literally it's lost. And I'm like, they told the whole story in this two panels. Well, it's because it's 55 word bubbles in two panels, that's why. Oh, this story's only 12 oh, pages. Yeah, that's good, too. 
That's why we got so many word bubbles. We got so, less page. We got to cram more story into these into these little squares. Okay. Now we're getting ready to do so, something else. That's I guess Gordon's. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty stupid. <laughs> so uh, Gordon is waiting at the bank. Batman shows up, and then the narrator says, "Quiz time!" and num- no answer to the sixty-four dollar question. Yeah, I think that's from a game show back in you know no. I was just say because I have no idea. 60, it, I think. I think did by the time have, I did they have game shows. I, I don't know, but the sixty-four dollar question. By the time I was a kid, it was the sixty-four thousand dollar question, or six. Yeah, that's yeah. what I even know of. It. It's sixty-four thousand dollar. I think that's what it is. Oh, now, now they okay. call this guy Egghead. Is he the Egghead? That's it's yeah. not okay because there is because there was there was an Egghead in the sixty-six TV series. It was Vincent Price. It's not that yeah, Egghead. Okay, this is just a okay. throwaway character. So I guess there. are interrogate in this Magoptic and Batman's like, he won't talk, Commissioner. Hey, real quick. The $64 question was from a radio show of the 1940s in which the top prize was $64. The TV show for $64,000 was in the 50s and it was based off of that inflation. Told you. Uh, inflation. Radio Going show. Going from $64 oh, in the 40s to 64000 in the 50s? Fifty five wow. is when that's, it that's was fast uh, inflation. That cost of living increase must have been great when they got that. <laughs> well, no, it was a trans. They transfer from radio. To TV. <laughs> oh yeah, TV yep. makes everything more expensive too. Yeah, but you just said Mike Optic, but that's not Mike Optic. That's Egghead. Yeah, you're His right. Now. His name is Mike, Mike Optic. Optic. Is Egghead? Yeah, because it, when they're interrogated, it says Optic didn't catch any loot. In yeah, the but I think they don't catch Optic. This is they they catch Egghead. Yeah, because the Optic guy. Looks no. nothing they, they like They got Egghead. rid of the optic. Got away. The only oh. person they caught was Egghead. Oh, okay, okay. Got I, you're right. yeah, I told you, TJ, we get something wrong eventually. It only takes you. I was just waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am working on three week old information here. So uh, the fact that I'm actually even able to go through these stories with any competency is pretty <laughs> impressive. So let's get to the, the dumbness of this stupid. Uh, uh, issue. So they can't. So they don't. Conf- so they can't get a confession out of the guy. So I guess they put a bag yeah, over. They tell his head. the professor he can do whatever he wants to him, and they put a bag over his head and take him to where the professor wants to take him, which is off the planet. So, so, <laughs> so they let the professor kidnap yes. this guy, and and the, apparently the professor built a rocket ship, and since uh, the, uh, the he, he was ruined by this game. He's gonna make the uh, make this egghead guy go with him to well, yeah. the moon. I think it's the moon. But my question is, the moon. Um, egghead didn't know how far he traveled because they were down in some place, and now all of a sudden they're, they're in his rocket ship on a mountain. Like, does he not know how long he was going? He's a thug. Uh, he doesn't right, have right. They don't even know concept of time or anything like that. Okay, I got you. Yeah, it's just they're just saying they get. Yeah, so he's going to take him to the moon. He's going to leave the freaking planet with the guy because the guy did something bad to him, so. Yep, and he says, unless you tell me where Optic's hiding. We're going to be all alone on a moon on an alien dead world because you won't tell me. Yeah, Pretty much. This is enough to get the guy to confess, and he tells him where the warehouse is. And then Batman shows up and says, hey, <laughs> like disassembling the rocket ship inside this planetarium. <laughs> yeah. This is a pretty weird much. plan, and it looked pretty expensive, too. Like, did they just build this rocket ship now? Uh, yeah, they yeah went, pretty they, much. They said, oh, while you're uh, traveling over there, me and Robert are going to go ahead and build a rocket ship inside the planetarium so we can trick this guy. 
No, they had the they had the GCPT do it while they're interrogating, so uh, they don't do anything else. So my real question on this, in re- in seriousness, so like, is this like a museum where you can sit in this? So they're in a planetarium. So like, is it something you no, got no, no. to sit it in says, and see? Like, it's the nice of the local it? movie company to lend us this stuff from their prop department, so we could build this rocket ship. <laughs> <laughs> There's three of us for this. <laughs> I I must have missed yes. that completely because I yes. did not. Nice of the local movie company to lend us this stuff from their prop department. Well, so they did say that it was a long ride. <laughs> oh, they did. Okay. Well, it must have been a, a couple days because they had to go get all this shit from the prop department of the movie theater and take it to the planetarium and put it together. Well, to be fair, they could have just left them in the confession room until they, they were just... ready and then throw back bag over his head. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, instead they took a long, mysterious ride is exactly so what the it reason, said. So the whole reason for... But anyway, oh, we're probably going to say the same thing. The whole reason for this Chris. to be built in the planetarium so they can make it look like they were taking them to the moon. No, okay, okay we're not... That's not even what I was going to say. The whole reason they're even doing this is to get the location of Optic's hideout. But then Optic and his gang just shows up. Well, because Optic and their gang moved out of their hideout when they <laughs> yeah, found out that they got hideout. kidnapped, and they had them for a month. That's why. <laughs> so, the whole point of the whole rocket ship thing doesn't matter, because they're yeah, just here to they, beat them up anyway, because Optic and his gang just well, because up. Yeah, so so we had, we had like, four pages of yeah. this, or three pages of yeah. this happening, and then... Oh, and, they just show And them. Optic so, knew where they went because they followed them, but they didn't come in while they were messing with this guy and thinking they left the, the planet to go to the moon. No, they waited <laughs> They waited for the, him to confess oh before God. they could come in. <laughs> anyway, the lights go out for some reason, and then Batman explodes yeah. a guy. Yeah, he blows a guy up. He punches him in the face, and his organs come out the back of him. <laughs> No, what happens is he punches this guy into the planetary yeah, and must controls spark so or something. Is that what's going on there? And now yeah. we got and some guys sh- crazy, crazy yeah. background. So yeah. Well, so some guy shoots at Robin who misses, I guess, because he doesn't get shot. And then Robin punches him into a red planet, which I'm assuming is no, Mars. it's Krypton. It's the red sun of Krypton. okay. No, it's not. Krypton's oh, blown up right. at this point. And then uh, <laughs> the professor punches the guy. <laughs> Below Saturn. The professor's kicking people's asses now, too. So. I don't... Uh, yeah. And then, close. everybody knows then that they're they, in a planetarium, right? Like, they already know this. Like, there's no telling somebody, oh my god, look at this meteor. But eventually, Batman's gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, so two meteors crash, which scares yeah. Batman. And then Batman says, look out. And Batman. and then another one's coming at us, and it's gonna hit us. They're, this is... Yeah, they're stupid. stupid. Anyway, anyway, Batman knocks out the last guy, and I guess that's it, because we cut over to later, where Batman and, and Robin are in the, um, are in the Yeah, take ba- Robin back to his job, because ba- he just did that in his lunch hour. And I guess, <laughs> <laughs> I guess Batman's like, like, you're not allowed to deliver yeah. any more telegrams. I'm raising your allowance, <laughs> stop getting jobs. <laughs> And Robin's like, I gotta do one more delivery. That's it. And then no more. I promise. And he's like, okay, one more. And then it's just back home to homework for you. No more jobs for you. Anyway. Singing telegram. Um, later at home, uh, Bruce is worried about something. I don't know. It says Bruce starts on Troubled and Dark. That's weird. Yeah, I didn't notice that. He's thinking, he was wondering if the kid is jealous of Batman. That's why he's trying to work cases alone oh or something. God, I don't know. Weird. He's, 
it's he's jumping the conclusions for whatever reason. Anyway, the doorbell rings and Alfred opens it, and hey, look, it's Dick, <laughs> and he has a singing telegram for Bruce. And apparently, it's Bruce's birthday, and he Bruce forgot. forgot that was his birthday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bruce doesn't know his birthday. And the reason Dick Grayson got a job was to give Bruce but a they present. They don't tell you what's his present. And, uh, yeah, they don't <laughs> know what, what it is. Yeah, because the present was the singing. No, he's telegram. got a box too. No, he's got a box in his head. <laughs> but they don't. Uh, for some reason, why would I, he need? To, why would he need to get a job to do a singing telegram? <laughs> so when I read this originally, I thought he was the one who gave him the. Me too. The Wait, did you present. read? So no, Robin no. comes in. Al- no, before Alfred that. Gives- TJ, I'm sorry, but before that, I got to get this out because Robin says he took a job because he spent all his money on war bonds. <laughs> war bonds, yes, yes, war bonds. You know, I forgot about that. I in my head, I replaced that what he just wanted to do it. Out I couldn't let you go any further. I couldn't let you skip that war bonds. He spent all his money on war bonds, so he had to get a job. Yeah, I I literally replaced that propaganda <laughs> in my head with you. Nope. He did it because he didn't want to nope. spend Bruce's money. No, on it wasn't noble breaks. at all. He was well. That's he was by, well, it was noble. Nope. He was buying he, war bonds. Well, it was yeah, very guess, noble. <laughs> supporting the war, buy war bonds as a state. He spent all. They haven't mentioned it in a while, bonds. so we had to okay. freaking get it in there. Yup. Anyway, Alfred also got Bruce something, and it's a telescope. And Bruce and Dick are like a telescope, and Alfred's yeah. like, "What did I do wrong?" It's actually probably useful, <laughs> especially since I know it's supposed. To, I don't. I know it's probably a, it's a gag, yeah, but lips. still. So now, now they're going to use that all the time and look, watch people. They just literally got the idea from the bad guys. <laughs> well, you could like go we'll spy in on Joker as he's doing playing yeah. his thing, and you never see the telescope <laughs> ever again. Nope. I mean, we probably see a telescope. Yeah, we don't again. know if it's that one or not. <laughs> right. All right. Who's in this one? Ah, I forgot I was supposed to do that because I didn't do it last time. And we're waiting for it to load. And uh, duped domestics. That wasn't the one, right? Okay, so Telegraph Boy. Here we go. Synopsis for Telegraph Boy. Feature characters, Batman and Robin. Supporting characters, Commissioner Gordon and Alfred. It says cameo. I don't know why it's cameo. But um, antagonists, we got Mike Optic, single appearance. Deffy. Is that, a, is that a guy who can't hear, Duffy? I don't know, but... That's the guy that can uh, read the lips. No way. This is a <laughs> <laughs> It's Duffy. Duffy's the guy that reads lips. Okay. <laughs> single appearance on Duffy. Egghead, single appearance. And then we got Professor Hendricks, single appearance. Gotham City, Wayne Manor for the locations. And items. It says bat rope, but I don't remember. Oh, when, I guess he was swinging and riding that guy. They must have had the bat rope out. Yeah, when he rode, when he rode yeah. the criminal. You know, to the for ground. some reason, in this one, they have items listed, uh, a bat suit as an item. But I mean, I guess we should list that in every episode, every comic. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I guess. All right. That one was stupid. Stupid. So stupid. it was just so. I feel like they took so many different like convoluted things, like the. The burning telescope to do that, and then they built a, yeah. a rocket ship and like fighting in, in the, the yeah they went all out. Much shit in here as we yeah. go. Yeah, it is a Bill Finger story. So. Ah, that was a yeah. Bill Finger yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, we're starting to notice the difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, that was dumb. That was a dumb story. All right, so moving on to the third story: and adventures, the adventures of Alfred. 
Oh, Chris, tell us the half non-canon splash page of Alfred's story. Listen, I realized that we did Detective Comics the first episode because that's where Batman started, but this is not a Batman story, and I don't know why I have to read this. But anyway. I almost <laughs> uh, the didn't, of- just so you know. Yeah, because it's, yeah. Because I was like, oh, we're not going to cover this. So, but I read it. (laughs) But it is in the Batman comics, so I guess we have to. But if they start cramming, shoehorning, uh, what what are them kids called? I forget what they're called. But if they start shoehorning crap into the Batman stories, I don't think we should keep reading it. Um, We can do Alfred because he's a a Batman character, so I guess we have to do Alfred. And Bruce and Dick are in it. Yeah, and Bruce and Dick are in it. So, all right. So it says the the Adventures of Alfred, and it's got Alfred being stuck up by like two criminals in purple suits with guns, and Alfred's dressed like uh, Sherlock Holmes, and he's got a book in his hand that says How to Be a Detective, and it's like a, a third of the page. Yeah, and it's got well, it's- a third of that is a paragraph of bullshit <laughs> right. on the side. So, well, yeah. well, it's it's only a third of the page because the story is only four pages long. Right, and right. That's Story also why. I mean, and, and I'm complaining, but it's really not that big a deal. And, and we actually so got a, we actually cut out a whole story for this story, so yeah. So we really can't complain too much. Three panels in, there's a guy that looks exactly like that crappy Commissioner Gordon we had a couple times. I mean, a couple uh, stories ago. Do you see him sitting there talking to Alfred? Yeah, the antagonist. Brown hair. Like yeah, 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 yeah. And in the last panel of it. I thought it, it was like Beavis like and Butthead with wigs on. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look they, they drew they drew him like very caricaturish. Like I I think the last panel on this page it looks like Ronald Reagan and Bill Clinton yeah. talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's before right. their time, but okay, Reagan yeah, might be around it's, it's, at this time. Yeah, Reagan was pretty old. All right, so we're in. Well, regular may have been acting at this time, actually. Wait, oh, bedtime for Bonzo or whatever yeah. it was. I don't know. Anyway, we're in the library, and Alfred's taking detective notes, and he comes across this other guy who was also a professor of criminology. Who was a professor, and they they make fast friends there. But Alfred overhears these other two guys talking about the perfect murder, and because that's Alfred in the background. I thought that was two people. I always I got those that confused. In the next panel, where it, the guy's talking, I for some reason I didn't think that was Alfred. The guy talking is Alfred, right? right? Yeah, I thought it was someone else. Oh, yeah. I was fine. I was like, um, that always confused me. Just, just so you know, uh, Ronald Reagan was born in 1911, so yeah, he was probably he was so. his he was acting <laughs> and doing radio in 1939 wow. and 41. So, so yeah, it, he definitely was acting. Just so you know, TJ, while you were talking, me and Luffy weren't even paying attention. We were looking up Ronald Not Reagan. even a little bit. Didn't even hear what you said. <laughs> but we, I did hear the Alfred. Yeah, I didn't know that was Alfred at first. I, I, I do other things while you guys are talking. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why we talk. You know, stall so everybody can look up, you know, dumb things that we don't need to look up and stuff. So uh, Anyway, but Alfred overhears these two talking about the perfect uh, murder. And so he decides he's going to follow them. And he does. He follows them all the way to their place, and then he up the steps and everything. Up the steps and everything, and he hears, <laughs> and he hears like someone say, "No, not the killer, not that." And Alfred breaks in, and oh no, they were just reading a script for like a TV show or something. Oh, uh, radio show, whatever. TVs, uh, yeah. uh, that, uh, whatever. <laughs> and Alfred's so Alfred's an idiot, and he and he's like he's embarrassed, and he he leaves, and oh, he accidentally took his buddy's notebook. So he's gonna go deliver it. I guess it has a um, an address in there. So 
He knows yeah. where this guy is. Whatever. So he shows up and he's he um he seeks the professor and then he's a detective of sorts and then the guy says a detective will come right in and then he pulls a gun on Alfred and apparently the guy he made friends with was a safe cracker professor and the guy thinks hey you found me out because of that code book right and Alfred's like yeah sure I did yeah there's a bunch of talking so th- this is going to be a series of Alfred being like Mr Magoo where he just kind of falls into stuff and he solves it on accident stuff right it this is sure seems be- like that because yeah. They try to shoot him, but he swings on a curtain and then falls on a table and accidentially gets a vial of explosives. Yeah, so I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea what happened after this. He falls on that table, and then I read this the next uh, couple panels about four times, and I still don't understand what happens. Well, they tell Alfred, so he knows that the vial explodes because they're gonna they're gonna use it to explode the safe, even though he's a safe cracker. He explains to Alfred that he's going to explode it, and he's going to tie him to the safe to deaden the sound of the exploding vial that's going to open okay. the safe. They explain all that in there. But the vial Jeez, I, was on the table. It must have been like that. They don't really say. But no, it's on the table. But it's flying through the air It's at, on the at table in the panel. Oh, in the drawing. Okay. Yeah. So it's on the table. It's a little dangerous to leave it slaving around, though. It's, if it's Apparently, yeah. Anyway, it ends up in Alfred's hands, and Alfred uses it to, you know, get them to give themselves up. and Scare them. They they get scared because he has the vial that they left laying around the house anyway. And then Alfred goes back home, and he's like, ha I tracked down these criminals, and he's very snooty about it. And Bruce and Dick And that's that story. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what that, that's what we get out of that. You want the synopsis on that one? Yeah. Okay, so we got characters. Featured characters, Alfred. And supporting characters, it wasn't Ronald Reagan, but it was Reginald Raffles. So we didn't get the two R's. <laughs> and then we had an antagonist, Professor Dyke. Okay. And Butch. Butch and Dyke. Ah, that's a little odd, too, huh? What's going on there? I can't do that. This is, I'm offended. I think it's before um, that when those terms were changed. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, is this where they came from? Is this where they came from? From the Well, a Dyke, a dyke is kind of like a... Uh, Water... Yeah, the, the, a dam, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But then they used to call, like, in, especially, like, in the 70s and 80s, manly uh, lesbians were called butches. So now we got a butch and a dyke in this in this antagonist. That's not right. I'm out. I, like, this is, I'm done with this comment. I'm going to assume to that in the 40s, neither one of those terms were. Those terms, they probably were. I literally just said that. <laughs> yeah, but TJ, we I, told I you we don't I, listen I, to I, you. I, yeah, we don't listen to you, <laughs> I agreed with you, too. So, okay. So now then we got Bruce and Dick, uh, other characters as cameos, and locations, the Gotham City Library and Wayne Manor. Yeah. I'm, That's it. Honestly, when I was reading through this story, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be this is gonna be stupid. And then it just ended. And I was like, oh, okay. It, it it was kind of stupid, but it was it was p- painless because it was four um, pages. It was like, oh, I guess that's yeah, it I guess over. that's it with that one. Yeah. Oh well. So it wasn't that bad. Alright. Move it. It wasn't my favorite. Nah. I didn't I didn't hate it. I really just didn't Honestly, really care. It was there, it was yeah, quick, I yeah, read honestly, it. Honestly, yeah, it was kind of like reading an Alfred comic strip. Yes. So Yeah. Alright. Moving on to the last story. The Cavalier rides again. I don't know who's up, so someone do the non-canon splash page. I did the, the half splash page, so it's Lumpy's turn. Yeah, but Lumpy did the other two. Or I can do it. Or I can do it. That's fine. Um, we got Batman and Robin. 
Let's put, let's do it together. Let's see if we can sync up and do it together at the same time. Okay, so <laughs> Batman and Robin coming through the door. Our, Batman and Robin coming through the door, and there's a uh, giant shadow of Batman, <laughs> a pink shadow. Yeah, I guess you guys just gave up. So I want to just do the damn cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Was it my it turn? Was I was know we're gonna do two uh, one sentence each. Yeah, I was letting you go. <laughs> okay, so the, but then we got this guy dressed like um like uh, one of the three musketeers, and he's got like a jewelry glass on his eye, and he's picking diamonds out of a drawer. You're and the and the and the one guy who's guarding the door, and his gun goes off when Batman punches him, and um and then and then there's some like pliers and cutters on the table and stuff on the one side, and it says the Cavalier rides again. By the way, the guy stealing the diamonds is the Cavalier. We've seen before. Yeah, yeah, we've seen him before. Is he? I don't. I like. I don't know. I, is he? Does he continue on? Yeah, he's in a. I was gonna say I remember him from before. Yeah, he was. Oh, good, because he's my favorite. He was, he was stealing sports memorabilia the last time, if you remember. Ah, is that when he broke into like a giant sports show? Like it was like cards and stuff, and he. I, know, like, I thought it was like a dog show. I don't remember exactly, but they needed to get a safe combination, and inside that safe combination was a bunch of sports memorabilia. But like, this is stupid. Ah, huh. I just remember the character. I don't really remember the story. I actually confused him a little bit with that other gentleman guy that we encountered once. Yes, I remember him too. That we thought would come back again, but he never did. <laughs> There's a few that I actually thought would come back, but still have it. So. They write a lot of them, like, we can use him again if we want to. Or we can not, so it doesn't matter either. But way. they chose the Cavalier to bring back. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was under high demand. Everybody was like, whatever happened to the Cavalier? Whatever happened to Mortimer? What's his name? Mortimer Drake. Whatever happened to Mortimer Drake? That's the Cavalier. Yeah. He was created by Are Don Are we Cameron. done with this non-canon smash page? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> you guys just kind of stopped doing it. <laughs> <laughs> We burned out. We were all excited at the beginning, and now yeah. TJ's waking up. TJ's waking up, and we're dying off. It wasn't that great anyway. That's why we come. Yeah, well, because that Catwoman one was good, and then it just kind of got poop after that. So, all right, well, I'm going into the story then. Yeah, you're supposed to say the story proper. I like when you say it. I like when you say we're going to get into the story proper. Can you say that? I don't ever <laughs> say. Pro- well, I guess I do say that. You probably. do. Yeah, you, you actually that. say it quite a bit. But you didn't say it this episode, and I don't like it. You're ruining the whole the whole podcast. It's ruined. Well, this, let's start over. Well, let's start over. <laughs> well, this story is 11 pages long. Okay. So it's one page shorter than the other ones and two pages shorter. Yeah, we're really skimping. We're really clipping some off. We took a whole sh- a whole story out, put a four-page story in, and then we take one off of each one. All right. I, I feel like I'm getting ripped off. I've still paid 10 cents for this issue, and, I, and I'm not getting the same stuff. We, we get more ads. More. Yeah. More, you know, BB gun ads and stuff. Alright, so, going back into the story proper, are you happy? So, a shadowy figure is entering a room, and it's the Cavalier entering his trophy room that is a bunch of cases with no trophies. And he's sports again. Sport, famous trophies and sports minutes. Well, he's, he's, he's um, lamenting the fact that he didn't get the sports trophies from the last issue. Wow, that was five years ago. Like, we're, spo- we're supposed to remember that? Is that what we're supposed well, to Well, that's why we're getting the recap. Okay. And so, um, the Cavalier, after he, he, um, she says Batman foiled his stuff, he decides to just go walk out, open in the street, and a cop sees him and blows his whistle, which, uh, summon, they go to get Bruce and Stick's attention, who just happened to be around the corner. Mm-hmm. And, they usually do. And the Cavalier decides to duck around an, into an alley, but Batman and Robin are on a rooftop, 
and they wait. What what just happened? <laughs> huh? Wait, how, how can Bruce and Dick be around a corner and then Batman and Robin are on a rooftop? They ran the other direction, got changed, and went on top of the roof. <laughs> This, this issue, every there's so much crap that's like one panel something, next panel something else. It does say moments later. Okay, moments. All right, whatever. Apparently they had it on underneath their suits again, jumped up on the roof, yeah. climbed up the wall they or something. They used their bat ropes to get up there. Like Spider-Man. Oh, that's a wrong, wrong, wrong company. <laughs> anyway, so they see uh, the Cavalier go into an antique shop, and then they go in after him. Batman sees the tripwire and jumps over it, but Robin trips and lands in... <laughs> He don't tell Robin. He don't say, hey, watch that wire. No, instead he catches him and swings him away from a trap rug, I'm assuming. Yeah, the rug's gonna oh, wow. he almost spring-load it, and it rolls you up in it. The Cavalier he almost, says... He almost got rolled up right in that cloth. That's a stupid trap, but whatever. And then the Cavalier says, ah, that was clever of you to avoid my trap. No, it wasn't. And anyway, so they get into a, um, a fight, and Batman takes the Cavalier's electric sword, which electrocutes him, and then the Cavalier throws, like, a... A, I don't even know what that is. Something at Batman's head and knocks him out and then hits Robin in the face with a lamp or something, knocking him into a fold-up bed. He pushes the fold-up bed into locking Robin inside of it and then puts Batman in a trunk and locks it and then leaves him there to suffocate and die, I guess. Uh, yeah, but nobody looked at the trunk before I decided to use this crap as a trap for people, right? Oh, maybe he did. He did. He did. He did. Yeah, because he wants him to get out. He doesn't uh, want him to suffocate. He wants him to get out because he leaves him a note. Anyway, Batman, that's Batman knockout number 70 and Robin knockout number 48. That's Batman knockout number 70 that the guy didn't pull the damn mask off and see who he was. 70 times so far he's done this. I think there's a lot more to come. Yeah, me too. I honestly don't think the Cavalier cares about his identity. No, that's true. But but Joker, well, Joker said the one time that he didn't want to know who he was. Yeah, he to keep fighting. I mean, but everyone else, all the the little thugs that managed to knock him out. Can you imagine you're like a nobody thug and you find out who Batman is? Yeah, you get shot by Batman. True, true. To Batman <laughs> just murders you, and you're done. No, never mind. Especially in these. I mean, I know we have. It's been a while since that happened, but yeah, especially Act of Vengeance, Batman well, in the beginning. Yeah, that's yeah. why they never take off his mask because they know he's going to come back and murder them. Right? They've heard stories about old Old Testament Batman. Yeah, like Old Testament. <laughs> it's like Old Testament God. He's vengeful, very vengeful. Old Testament Batman is. Oh, you know my identity. We'll see about that. Yeah, not for long because you're dead. The last guy who found out Batman's identity was ended up dead on the beach, if you remember correctly. Yeah, I mean, yeah there's no more. That, but Batman didn't kill him. Some old guy did, but... That's why. That is why. That's the that's the story that goes around the crime syndicates. It's like, don't find out his identity. You'll, you'll, you'll be dead on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, the Cavalier goes home and takes off his outfit, and he's Mortimer Drake. He's also a rich guy. He's the opposite of Batman, essentially, which is why I think he's kind of uh, um, brought um, back. Brought back, yeah, because he's the rich guy who's a criminal, whereas Batman's the rich guy who's the hero. Blah blah blah. So they can show up at parties together and not know who each other are. Yes. I get it. Yeah. Anyway, Batman has a flashlight, which I guess he took out of his utility belt because he decided to use it this time. <laughs> oh yeah where did that guy? I didn't even think about it where where did the flashlight come from apparently it was on his utility belt I, I don't know how do you think they roll dice like what are we going to do this time like should we try to use something out of the belt because I think 
I think Batman forgets he has a utility belt. I think yeah, like, I just yeah. swear, sometimes <laughs> they don't use it forever. They never use right. anything. And then they have, like, this. Oh, I need a flashlight. Let me crack yeah, it they out. Didn't even say, they don't even mention that he got it off his utility belt. It's like, true. They don't, don't mention, mention the belt. It says, meanwhile, a flashlight from Batman's utility belt. Oh, my God. I do great. mention it. <laughs> That's, like, the 20th time this episode we did that. <laughs> I like this. I think we should not read the comics anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we read this too. I just, I literally just read this one right before we started. I say I read it while I was turning the computer on, so I yeah. definitely just read it. This is crazy. Apparently, it doesn't matter when I read them. I still don't. Read them <laughs> yeah. You might as well read them a month before you, or don't read it at all. Fine. <laughs> yeah, okay, hey, so like- utility belt. They edit all this stuff out. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> no, really don't. No, no, don't. Yeah. Uh, Batman uses his flashlight and comes across a name that says R. Houdini. And instead of just having to be Houdini, they... I know, it's got to be some <laughs> other guy where Houdini got his name from. It's so yeah, stupid. A 19th century French magician that Houdini took his name from. Well, and, and it's not Houdini. It says R. Howden. Yeah, Halden or Houdin. No I at the end. That's that's true. It's R. Halden. But still, I mean, really. It couldn't just be Houdini's. Exactly. Thing. I guess because the Cavalier's French and this guy's French, I guess. I don't know. I, this is a random antique shop that he just decided to go in. Oh, right. Yeah, it's not even the Cavalier's thing. So, yeah, no. it doesn't even make sense at all. Unless they're in France, which they're not. But whatever. Anyway, Batman did this. This is a trip. A trick trunk that he can escape from, and he figures it out, and he escapes from the trunk by crawling up the side of it. Okay, and so it, now the next thing, is that a trick Murphy bed? Is that why, like, I don't understand why, what the um, thing is. So, Jean-Eugene Robert Howden was a real magician and illusionist French watchmaker. Okay, okay but it's not R, it's not R. Howden. Yeah, There's Robert Howden. Oh, okay. R. Howden. I didn't wow. doubt it was a real person. I was just, it was just like, did they bother to look up this guy and decide to like. For, yeah. So I think that what they did is like, so this Mortimer Drake guy is a collector. So he has all these antique things. So he collected this but our house. This isn't chest. his antique shop. This is a random antique shop. Oh, I, I thought this was his place. No. Oh, I was confused. I thought this was Mortimer Drake's. No, he ran around a corner and saw the antique shop and ran into it. Oh, uh, so when I read this, I took it as this was like his house. That's why I was confused later why Bruce doesn't know that it's Drake. Are we sure, though? Because they go into the antique shop and he's already got the trip wire and stuff set up, too. Yeah, I'm I'm reading through it. It never says this is him. He's literally around the corner. They, Batman and Robin see the, him go into an antique shop from around yeah. the corner, and then yeah, he goes into Yeah, they think he's going it. in to rob the antique shop. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but I think it could be Mortimer's antique shop, because he set this all up. He wanted well, Batman. they didn't miss that one. They needed to explain that one better. <laughs> they well, didn't miss that one. But here's the thing. He has a trophy room. If he had these antiques, he would have them displayed in that trophy room. They're in his trophy room. No, they're Mm-mm. not. It's an He's got a separate. Job. He has a separate. Look at the first panel. First two panels. I yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. So when I read this in the first two panels and stuff, I when I read this, so he basically wanted the cop to yell out. He wanted Batman and Robin to find him here. It was a it was a setup by Mortimer Drake to get them to go there. 
I'm sorry, but I have no dog in this fight. I couldn't care less if it's his antique shop or not, or if his freaking trophies are in there. I don't, I don't know, and I'll never be able to figure it out because they didn't explain it to me, and it's pissing me off. Now. You're right. I guess again, this is one of them ones where I made it up in my head when I read it that, yeah, and, and you could be right. I'm not arguing with you about that either because it, it's, it's not worth. Like I can't figure it out. I yeah, I don't know. I the whole freaking first two three pages, and I can't tell. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have anything that says for sure. Like, I can't tell you that that is what it is. But the way I read it was he set this all up when he wanted well, them he, to find him there he, and follow him into thing. the antique place. He locks him into this antique bullshit, and then it looks like he goes upstairs and gets changed and comes back. He does. He does, because he takes his clothes off in that upstairs so room and leaves in his no, suit. No, because, because when he's changing, it says presently far from the scene of his triumph. Huh. Yeah, but then he comes back, doesn't he? Oh, no, he no, doesn't. He doesn't. No, you're right. It does know. say presently far from the scene of his triumph. So so I got nothing else for this 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 story. So uh, you want to read the... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, whatever. Batman escapes the trunk and he frees Robin from the trapped bed thing. And ba- Robin said he was taking a nap in there. And they read... He reads um, the Cavalier's note which is from Holland, who comes with a chisel and ballot. Only the best he creates suits the Cavaliers something. I hate cursive. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. So, Batman and Robin go home because they, they failed to stop him. And, but Bruce, is, Bruce has got a dinner tonight, so he's going to the dinner. And at this exclusive society club, the rich people are hey, hey, that's Bruce Wayne, that lazy bummer that doesn't do anything. <laughs> Piece of crap. Piece of crap, Bruce Wayne. Everybody pretty much hates him. But they don't hate him, but they just think he's super lazy. Yeah, because he doesn't do anything. Apparently, and because when he's not there, he's dressed as Batman running around. Nobody knows what he does. Like he doesn't no, do Right, nobody ever sees <laughs> him do anything else but show up for dinner. <laughs> Go to parties and get drunk and stuff, and and play around with this little kid for some reason, and then that's all they ever see. Like he's hiding in his house. As far as they know, he locks himself in, like Michael Jackson, and doesn't do any. And nobody knows what he does. Moving on. <laughs> uh, Bruce is sits down next to Mortimer Drake. Hey, look, it's Batman and the Cavalier in human disguise, human form, <laughs> <laughs> human form. Yeah, I like that. We're sure. gonna use that. From now on, when Batman's not Batman, he's human form. Not bad form. He's not bad form. Whatever. (laughs) They're both bored here. And so we cut over to the following night where... Diamond Dallas Page's house. We're cutting into... Where the Cavalier is breaking into a diamond's cutters. Yeah. Uh, He sprays some guy... I don't know if he's... I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he shoots the guy in the face with like a marble out of his sleeve. But it looks like gas. But it does yeah. look like gas too. I don't. I don't know. And it's got like a red, like it hit him in the face. But I yes, I, like, I don't know. The leaden pellet at the end of his kerchief will let the slumber will let you slumber. So it's a lead pellet. Pellet that hits him in the face. Yeah. So you okay. get lead poisoning and knock him out. Whatever. The Cavalier takes three diamonds out of a drawer of diamonds. Why didn't he just take the entire drawer and figure this shit out at home? Because he's after one specific diamond. The take mem- them all. He's after this membrane diamond Diamond that's not a diamond. Anyway, so Batman and Robin shows up as that happens, and Cavalier tries to kick Batman, but he kind of just, like, 
dances away from it, and then he grabs him. his foot and like flips him backwards too. Yeah, yeah. and then I Robin either trips over a stool or gets a stool kicked into him, or like just knees the stool and tackles it to the ground. Yeah, because he's <laughs> on the ground, and then the thug that he was trying to fight is trying to stab him with a diamond cutter. Drill. Drill. Oh wow, that looks painful. And, and then, but um, Batman throws a chisel at him, knocks him out. Uh, the Cavalier, is he putting the diamond in the case, or is, yeah, he's putting the diamond in a case, and then he brings out this black mist and blows it in Batman and Robin's face. Oh, it's Sneezing Powder. He blows Sneezing Powder into their face and runs away. And Batman and Robin chase after him. Cavalier jumps out a window, they chase him over the rooftops. More thugs show up on the rooftops. Batman punches. That's not Sneezing Powder. I don't care. It's tobacco. I don't care. It's snuff. <laughs> Okay, whatever. They sneeze because of it. Whatever. <laughs> I had to stop you because you were just trying to roll through. <laughs> uh, Batman punches Cavalier face. He drops a diamond. Robin gets a diamond. Batman punches a guy on top of what that thing is. He lands on his butt on the top of this thing. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, um, oh, what are they called? Anyway, it's where the smokestack comes out and it spins while the heat rises out of the vent. Yeah, that little vent stack. Thing. Yeah, that thing. He land- this, this thug lands on it butt first. Batman punches a couple of thugs. It knocks everyone out. But hey, the Cavalier got away. But they got the diamond. And it's not a real diamond. It's the model of a diamond that I guess they cut first so that when they're actually going to cut actual diamonds. I'm not sure how it works. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it's a, the Membrant Model Stone Diamond or some crap. <laughs> anyway, Batman returns the diamond to the police and... I don't know. Stuff happens. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. yeah the, the police need to have Potter calling you, Mr. Membrant. The only thing that was taken was the Model Magic Diamond. Which the Cavalier wanted to add to his trophy case because he goes back to, to where... He had a sign of the model Magi Diamond, and he rips that sign up because he failed to get it. He's angry. Yeah, he's mad. He's angry, and then Batman and Robin are back home, and they're angry because the Cavalier got away, and they said he's the cleverest and strangest criminal we've ever encountered. I wonder who he really is. He really isn't because you fought smarter and stranger people, but whatever. So I'm not done yet. Then, yeah, then, then, then right there. He's trying to get through it now. I'm trying to let him play. I'm trying to let him go. Go ahead. <laughs> the narrator decides to tell us, you'll have plenty of chances to find out Batman for the grand day of gangsterdom. What? Returns with an, another sly and sinister plunder plot in the future. Batman Magazine. Why is it called Batman Magazine? I don't freaking know. I don't care. That's what they <laughs> called it. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. That's why I was going to ask. But I, you were going. You were on a roll. I actually, I, I took a, I muted and took a phone call while you were while you were going. I, didn't, I, I love when TJ's had enough. And yeah, he yeah, just he didn't even know. <laughs> my my wife called to tell me she's on her way home, and I answered it, muted myself, and answered it. he just went. <laughs> he was just going, and I'm like, ah, right, whatever. I got. I guess I can answer. I set up podcast, and, and they started talking, and I just waited because apparently I could hear TJ just rambling on. I had no. Well, and I was, and I tried to cut him off, but he just. I knew he was yeah, like, he was done. I'm done. This is terrible, done. and I don't want to read. It. <laughs> I didn't like it, and it stinks. So. <laughs> You're not wrong because it did. It no, was no. yeah. I, I usually try to at least find something good about it, but these last two were bad. They were pretty bad. Who's in this one? All right, appearing Cavalier rides again. Batman, Robin, the Cavalier, 
Nurembrandt, 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 I guess, N-E-R-M-B-R-A-N-D-T. I can't even read that word. Nurembrandt. Well, it's a single appearance anyway, so we're never going to hear from him again. Gotham City and Wayne Manor were the locations. And again, we list uh, items. The Batsuit is listed as an item. So they didn't but not list the Robin the suit. suit. They didn't list the suburb of no Gotham City Way Manor, and they didn't list the utility belt, which they usually do, even if he doesn't use it. And this time he used it, and they didn't list it. But uh, so the Cavaliers' hideout is in a suburb of Gotham, Gotham. because that's what they mm-hmm. say right in the comic that he left in the nearby suburb no, and- of Gotham. This one's usually good, and I use this one almost every time, and this time it seems like they got lazy or something. Well, like, they thought this one was terrible, too. And yeah, they didn't want to have to talk about it again. They were like, these last two suck, so we're not even going to write it. Uh, all right. Anything else to say about it besides it was terrible? Uh, I like the Catwoman story. Yeah, I mean, overall, yeah. with the Catwoman story and the short Alfred story, it was okay, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I didn't hate it. I mean, again, I, it was just short. That, was that last one was like readable, you know, but when you actually that. like dissected it, was like it was not. I don't know what just happened, but TJ's going. It was nice that it was short. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I guess, I guess we're done. We're done. So, well, do, you, do you know what Batman would do if he wasn't rich? We talked about how rich he was. You know what he would do if he wasn't rich? He no. would be Robin. He would be Robin. Like that doesn't make any sense. He would be Robin. People, that's what he would do. Robin. Yeah, Robin. That yeah. makes sense. Robin, that's a good joke. I like it. Bye.